0: In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, uh, it's a week before Halloween, folks, so I thought I would do a halloween theme show. We're going to talk about the psychological reason that people like horror movies. Oh, I like this. People love horror movies, and and, and some people don't understand it, but some people love them. They love being scared. Mm -hmm. There's a psychological reason, many of them. So we're going to go over that, and I'm going to tell you why people like horror movies horror movies. I am so, I I did say, I want to be surprised. You did. And I I told you you would like it too, Matt. Yep, I do. And as usual, we're giving away, you know, we're giving away a bunch of free stuff, as we always do. Hang in there, folks. We'll be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized
1: thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright.
0: What is going on, my friends? This is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist. We are back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. Thanks for joining us, folks. Wherever you're listening, and uh, yeah, we're here doing a podcast. It is a Monday evening. If you're watching on Facebook Live, uh, you know, jump in. We'll, we'll, you know, you can listen and join in and make comments and do all that good stuff. So, thanks, folks, for checking in. Uh, it's a week before Halloween, so I thought this would be a good theme for um, for a show. So we're gonna. I I don't know when it will drop, but what I may do is just go out of order a little bit and drop this one next week, so it'll be right after Halloween, which makes which will make a good timing. Oh
1: uh, well, you have or, to do that anyway. Yeah,
0: we're we're talking about why, you know the reason why people like scary movies. So. Um, because they Plus, like to pee their pants? Sometimes. Well, yeah. some people might. <laughs> sometimes. It just piddled I don't know. I mean, I don't know. People are into a lot of things. I, I'm not going <laughs> to criticize. I mean, All right. it's not my thing, but. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, so with me is Matt Fox. Hello, David. Hello. Um, good week, Matt? Yep. Yeah, we were just actually, talking before. I had a fantastic weekend. Awesome. It awesome.
1: was one of those weekends where... It started early because mm-hmm. I had a Friday gig. Yep. I had a two hour drive there and a nice. two hour drive back. And they had asked me why I wasn't staying the night. I'm like, D- I got a tea time at yep. 11 a.m. tomorrow yep. morning. I am taking my happy butt home. So, yeah, golf on Saturday. Yep. And it was uh, nice. We embarrassed ourselves at the sushi restaurant.
0: Hey, you know, no better place to embarrass yourself. Three grown
1: ass men sitting at a small table at a sushi restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we embarrassed ourselves. Well, hey, yeah. you know,
0: if, if that. If they they must have known it was good. Yeah, you eat that mm-hmm. much. That that's always good. Yeah, and then uh, yeah. it was cigars and uh, drinks after a that. Perf- so. Perfect day. So yeah. I had a show on Tuesday. Okay, shout out to a couple of a couple of groups. Wentworth Real Estate. Uh, I did a show for them. On Tuesday, and then I did a show Friday evening in in Windsor, as Caesar's Windsor, for the Essex County Medical Society. Did you swim across the river to get there? No, we drove across. And um, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll, t- <laughs> I'll tell you a little little secret. Uh, don't ever tell them you're you're going over there to do something for for uh, for pay. Yeah, no, uh, no. Uh, we had to take a little stop in customs on the mm-hmm, way over mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because i just said we're going over caesar's windsor and and she says uh for what and i and of course i wasn't thinking i said uh to do a show <laughs> and she's like what kind of show would you like to see ba-bam, yeah ba-bam, and, and, ba-bam, and, and, well Ken, kendra was like oh, that woman was a i can't even say the word but anyway <laughs> um yeah she was she got real sore and, yeah. and i i um my wife's canadian friends and and a couple of people that i know that live over there they do they don't want they don't want americans coming over there and working Mm-mm. or making their money
1: yeah, you're welcome to testy spend, you're welcome to spend an american dollar there
0: well of course yeah if we're gonna go spend the money the next time i go over i'm going we're going gambling okay that's yeah, all you need to spend our money there but yeah next time i will not say that so once i got into customs took five minutes. I said, listen. Dave, you should have pulled I'm,
1: out your hypnotist on it. Well, I you know, I am I, not going to do a show. <laughs> these are not the droids you're looking for.
0: So I just said to her, I said, listen, I'm, I'm doing, I'm, it's a company, I'm doing a show for an hour and I'm coming home. It's not, you know, I'm not, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that was that was our adventures. That was Friday night, and then as you did, we uh, my wife and I did eighteen holes on Sunday. Nice and uh, yeah, so it's a good weekend overall. Yeah, except man. for being you know spending ten minutes in customs. Did you have to? Uh, did you get strip searched? No, I not unfortunately not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, whatever. <laughs> <gasps> oh. Great Odin's Raven. So let me tell you folks where you can find me after we're all caught up on that. Uh not in customs, but you can find my website at motorcityhypnotist.com and my social media links are Facebook and YouTube, both Motor City Hypnotist, and on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, which are all Motor City Hypno. And as usual, as we do on every show, we give away stuff. The the free hypnosis guide is always available. Just check the show notes for that. Cool. And, and grab it. It's it's always there. And wherever you're listening, whatever platform, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, whatever, um, connect, like, subscribe, link, whatever, uh, give blood, whatever you have to do to connect on your platform. <laughs> give blood? I mean, you might have to. You All know. right. Well, it is Halloween. Doing, you know? uh, it's
1: Halloween time. What are you people?
0: On dope? Maybe, but <laughs> wherever, a- whatever you're listening, connect with us so that you get the show whenever it drops. You don't even have to look for it. And wherever you're listening, this is the, the important thing. Please leave a review. Mm. That 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 really helps us out a lot. And in fact, if you've seen one of my shows, whether it be at a fair, whether it be one of the high schools, you know, I did a ton of high schools in the area last spring. Um, jump into jump into Google and just look up Motor City Hypnotist my Google page mm-hmm. and leave a review there too, just for my services as well as the podcast. Because again, reviews are great and. Uh, you know, that helps us out. It keeps you, uh, um, what is that? Uh, it keeps you in the eye? Or... Yeah, it keeps you in the eye. And, and, yeah. and just, just like I, I've used this analogy before, if I go to Amazon to buy something, I always go to reviews. Right. I, I just want to know, is this worth buying? And um, No, heard, uh,
1: no you, you want if they find you on Google, they mm-hmm. dial into you, and then next thing you know on their Facebook
0: page, they're getting things
1: about hypnotism.
0: hmm Right? They could do that. About hypnosis, yeah. about uh, self, self-help self yeah. things, yeah. things like that. So, so maybe things that you'll like, unless you're using like um, you know, DuckDuckGo or one of those browser. <laughs> DuckDuckGo. Yeah, yeah. What, whatever. You know, the, they hide your browsing IP mm-hmm. address so you don't get marketed to, mm-hmm. which, yeah, that's probably wise too. That's fair. Cool. You ready, Matt? Yeah. so this is a cool story and this doesn't surprise me in the least bit because you know it's about a it's about a big star and just knowing him and knowing what he does this just is not a surprise okay it's about Dwayne the Rock Johnson
1: all right he just had a great wonderful opening weekend for Black mm-hmm. Adam
0: he did and I have not seen it yet did Neither, you see it nope okay it's Rotten Tomatoes hates it uh, I, I had a friend who made a comment on Facebook said uh Typical DC crap, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. I'll go, I'll still see it. Oh, mm-hmm. you know, I watch any superhero movie. I'm so busy. Good. I'm
1: so busy. The next time I have a weekend will probably be
0: when it opens on HBO Max. Well, yeah, we'll just wait for it there. Oh, yeah. That'll yeah. work too. That's where I'm at. So, Dwayne Johnson surprises real life hero and brings him on TV to honor his services. That's the headline. Okay. An opportunity to meet Dwayne the Rock Johnson is a once in a lifetime moment, but charity superhero. Yuri Williams got so much more than just a handshake when The Rock decided he wanted to do something special for him. Okay. Soon to hit the silver screen as a superhero himself, which we just mentioned, mm-hmm. The Rock surprised Yuri on live TV, brought him back to the Good Morning America studio to give him special tickets to see the premiere of Johnson's new movie, Black Adam. Okay. Raise awareness for Yuri's work, and add another suit to his costume collection. <laughs> so, Yuri has a costume collection. Williams is just one man, Yuri Williams, but he's many heroes Deadpool, Spider Man, The Mandalorian are all costumes he puts on to put a smile on the faces of people in need of one. Okay. Homeless, sick children, elderly, veterans. So, he dresses as superheroes, as characters, and he goes to like, Homeless shelters yeah. and, and children's hospitals and, and veterans places. That's great. Just uh, to, again, put, make them feel good and, and, and entertain them and show yeah. them a superhero. Did so you see really that? Cool. Skin, did you see the skinny Batman? All <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, see the, did you see the um I, I'm I'm just trying to think of the uh, Did you see the Captain America with the big gut? Yeah. That that would be me. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. right. What well, were you on a golf course not too long ago? <laughs> <laughs> um GNN reported last year that his place at the his place at the forefront of fun has helped his charity, a future superhero and friends. Organized toy drives, blood drives, school supply giveaways, youth art fairs, and so much more. And they've done it in all 50 states. Wow! Much of his work is taken up by visiting children with special needs or who suffer from serious illnesses. Mm. Yuri is literally like the first person to put a smile on AJ's face, said mom Katrina Morgan, whose son has a cleft lip. After struggling with depression during and after his mother's passing from cancer in 2009... Mm. Yuri decided the best way to recover was to channel his pain into relieving others. We've never met until now, but I'm really so proud of you, brother, and the work that you do, because I always like to say, this kind of stuff you're doing, that's the best part of it, Dwayne told Yuri on Good Morning America. Love that. Part of The Rock's incredible rise to fame as Hollywood's highest paid actor has been his infectious, larger-than-life personality, which also includes a big hug or a surprise gift for a fan or a hero. And that's why I was referencing, The Rock's always doing these great things for charities and mm-hmm. for people and surprises and things like that. That's awesome. Um, as an example, in January, The Rock surprised a fan and Navy veteran by turning over the keys to his own personal pickup truck.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I do so remember that. The Rock that. does big the, black truck. Yeah, 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 I remember that. So yeah, it's, it's a cool thing. I mean, The Rock is a hero for one, or a winner,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and Yuri, I want to make sure I get his last name, Yuri Williams- yeah. The superhero guy who just entertains and, and brings joy to kids and veterans and old people and everyone dressing up as superheroes. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. So that, that I, I just love the story. It's a great one. Mm-hmm. Definitely winner of the week. That's how winning is done. Yeah. That's a good story. Yes, it the is. The Rock is always a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. So back to it. <laughs> so, let's talk about horror movies, Matt. Boo. Boo. <laughs> um so so th- this is kind of a question that that people who don't Let me start this. People who don't like horror movies. A lot of them think to themselves, why do people want to see this? Why do people like being scared? Mm-hmm. They can't get it. They don't understand it.
1: So there are different genres of horror.
0: Yes. Right? You yes.
1: have your your spookers that have mm-hmm. that fantasy feel, but also there's a twist, right? So an right. M. Night Shyamalan yeah, movie could Shyamalan. be considered some type of a horror flick because
0: of the twist, right? It, well, it could be on the on the subject matter, like yeah. The Sixth Sense was all about ghosts, and that right. was, there were some scary parts in that movie. Right, right. I, I would call it, I see, so that one, I wouldn't call it horror, I would call it more thriller. Thriller, thank you, suspense, yes. thriller. Suspense, thriller, okay. even though there were scary moments to it. But then there's A Thousand Faces of Death. Well, yes, and then <laughs> there's also, and, and, and we're, we're going to make a distinction here, if it's something that, that you're scared of, because some people like slasher movies, it's mm-hmm. all just about the practical gore effects and things like that. Right, and and for some people, that might scare them. That mm-hmm. might be scary to them. Or some he, people like psychological horror, like it. it's it's not it <laughs> or um, uh, Silence of the Lambs, right? Something like that. That could be considered horror in mm-hmm. a way. Mm-hmm. But the but the big thing is why why do people love to watch things that scare them? So my wife and I are big fans of like um American horror story. All right. And uh I'm trying to think some other things that that we've like like horror type things that we've really liked. But um well Friday the 13th, you got Halloween, yeah, you got Nightmare on Elm Nightmare, Street. Yeah, yeah. that the big classic ones yeah. that have been around for years and years. And again that they're around for a reason because people people love them. And people are just running out of ideas in Hollywood Well, too, that's so. true too. Well, <laughs> Hollywood's turned into a recycle bin. Yeah, think? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. So anything new that, because there was a
1: phone that just came out, or a movie that just came out. It was called The Black Phone. Mm-hmm. Not sure if you've heard of that. I've heard not. of it. It was Ethan Hawke Yep, as one of the main characters, and it was a horror flick, mm-hmm. but there was not a lot of blood per se right it was more of keep you on the edge of your seat type story and and what was happening during the movie with Mm -hmm. the phone itself and it was it was a good movie would i have gone to the theater and paid 25 bucks for tickets and popcorn and a pop Mm. probably not yeah and licorice and licorice oh, of course Twi- twizzlers, <laughs> twizzlers yes, absolutely of course it's a, it's a quiet candy
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> well you got to open it in the beginning though yeah absolutely. before the movie starts yeah, it, yeah same thing with m&m's it's a movie etiquette so. yes <laughs> open everything before the before the movie starts yes Duh.
1: but then you have those other movies like you're, you like you said those slasher movies yes right, right. and that's where it's just you know blood is everywhere yeah. and it doesn't make sense it's just
0: it's yeah i'm just i mean really the plot is some maniac killing people right it's texas chainsaw massacre yeah yeah right. i mean friday the 13th all of those just yeah, you know right. so i'm gonna i'm gonna throw a couple of terms at you why do people love horror movies mm-hmm. we're gonna start with vicarious experiences and threat mastery Keep that in mind: vicarious experiences and threat mastery. Threat mastery. Okay. So, like in our everyday lives, m- most of us ninety nine point nine percent of us are not going to experience what we might see in a movie in a horror film. Right. One, zombies don't exist. Two, even though there are serial killers, mm-hmm. they're they're not like Jason or Freddy or Michael right. Myers. Right. It, it's 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 just not something we're we're. It's not something we're liable to, to run into or experience in our real lives. Right. Um, but if we do encounter something dangerous, it, it definitely attracts our attention. So there's a horror scholar, believe it or not. Of course, oh, there is. A horror scholar. His name is Matthias Clayson. <laughs> and he suggests that this tendency can be traced back to the constant danger our ancestors were in. Mm-hmm. in, in Experiencing environments, like as far as wild animals and survival and fire and, sure. and all of these things as we developed into civilized man. Mm-hmm. Um, so he said for most ancient humans, they, they had to be in a state of constant vigilance to protect themselves. Right. There was a constant threat of harm. And, and that that fear, that constant vigilance, they, they, had to, they had to be that way to survive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so what he... Proposes is that these long ago experiences they they've made people more I I don't know receptive to to kind of looking at these things and being more open to being scared Suscepti- because it's in our nature in a way like susceptible to it or or even enjoying it in a way okay just just because that that's do you believe in evolution and our mm-hmm. ancestors and, and and they pass experience along things and- that pass it along mm-hmm. so. Because horror movies do such a good job at putting people in threatening situations, our emotional responses to it Mm -hmm. are probably very similar to what we would experience in real life. So
1: there was a horror movie that did come out, and it was psychologically horror. Mm -hmm. It was the Blair Witch
0: Project. Yes, yep. Right? Mm -hmm. And it was
1: just about a story. About, you know, these kids
0: that get lost in
1: the woods and And end up in a cabin in the corner. Yeah.
0: It's so... And and the great thing about that mm -hmm. was there was never a monster, per se. Right. You never saw Uh -uh. a monster. Correct. It was all... You're right. It was all the unseen. Right. All what was behind. But then the way they shot that movie was different than anything that ever been made. First person, camcorder held type. Yeah. Right. And everybody hated it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i didn't mind it i watched it and enjoyed it yeah. um i thought okay yeah it's a little cheesy or campy at times sure but, but then again if, if if you want to really like like make it real mm-hmm. then it probably would be some dopes running around with a camera and right just narrating themselves dave dave yeah i'll be right back <laughs> <laughs> oh see matt's going for the licorice
1: your
0: You're gone. <laughs> so, what happens is when people get through a horror movie, when they get scared and they make it through it, they actually feel a sense of accomplishment. They feel like, "Oh man, I made it through that!" And, and it's, and it's, it, it it in a way gives them confidence to handle real life anxieties and fears. I like that. It's like practice for it. yeah So, th- th- and I'm going to say the term, and and I when I read it. I, I, in fact, I need to read it correctly. Excitation transfer theory. There's yeah, another be, theory. You have
1: to be careful when you say excitation. I do.
0: Excitation yes. transfer theory. So one of the earliest theories to explain people's enjoyments of horror mm-hmm. comes from Dolph Zillman's excitation transfer theory. Dolph. Dolph. Not Lundgren. No. Dolph Zillman. Yeah, okay. Yes. He didn't fight Rocky. No. So the, thor- the this theory proposes that that horror media stimulates elevated levels of physiological arousal because they f- of the fear they induce, like high, uh, increased heart rate, you know, uh, sure, increased pulse and blood pressure, um, you know, feeling tense and 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 all like, you know, the, bound up. Yeah, the environment that you're watching
1: somebody that you're watching somebody in but mm-hmm. what they're going through. For example, there is a new, new new movie that just came out. Yep. It just came out on demand. Yep. It's called Fall.
0: Okay. Oh, I I I would not I, I know exactly what you're talking yep, about. Yep.
1: And watching this movie, I just watched it last night. mm mm-hmm. And watching this movie, I could feel myself tensing up.
0: Now, l- let me make sure I know I'm thinking of the right one. Is this the one with the two girls on the tower? Correct. Yes.
1: Yes. I, I saw could, the
0: previews could, of that yeah. in the movies, and I was already like, whoa.
1: Well, it was uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan played
0: the mm-hmm. father yep. in
1: that movie, right. and he was in the movie for maybe five minutes. What <laughs> was that? So... <laughs>
0: Back to it, yeah,
1: correct, <laughs> right? So, but just watching the movie and watching what this character was going through, mm-hmm. and the environment that she was in, and what she was trying to do to survive, and yep. la la, and the psychological piece of it, and it, I could feel myself tensing mm-hmm. up because one, I'd be like. She's an idiot for dry for you know climbing up that entire well, damn tower. Yes, and exactly. Two, the decisions that she was making while up there, I'm like, oh my god! So I was getting more and more tense because I can see the stupidity of it all. Because
0: I would never do that. <laughs> well, and we're and we're going to get to that in a minute. All right, yeah, um, specifically that. So this ex- excitation transfer theory. Because you get so physiologically aroused as far as like heart rate and blood pressure and scared, and then when you get through it, you feel a sense of satisfaction. You feel a sense of euphoria because oh. it's like you survived. Right. Because you're you're vicariously living through the characters that you're watching. Fair. So that is that's that is um, Dolph Zillman's theory is that because you get into this state of, of of fear and arousal and then you conquer it, you feel like you've gotten through it. Right. You feel like the character who survives feels, granted, much different if that were real life. But but the right. feeling is the same. Um, so here here's oh here's another interesting fact. Go ahead. Um, studies have have shown, and and I I can't I, I, there there are a couple noted, and I I'll I'll leave the links in the show notes of these studies, but. Um, Studies have shown that that theory specifically applies to male viewers more than female viewers. Really? Yep. Okay. So one study found that the more distressed male participants, the more stress male participants reported and the more arousal they experienced while watching a horror film, the greater their delight after finishing the film. Okay. Okay. So like they've conquered something. Yep, you keep yeah, saying arousal, through it." You keep saying "arousal." Arousal, I know. <laughs> I'm just I know. You're going. It's crazy. Okay. <laughs> what in blazes are you talking about? <laughs> Sexy time. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. When I say arousal, I mean physiological arousal. I know. Not, I'm, I'm just being. I, I, I know. I'm just being twelve. No, I know. I, yeah, I'm twelve with you. That's <laughs> it. Um, so another. Um, another study found that the enjoyment of horror movies gives us insight into, like, the dark side of humanity. Sure. The evil absolutely. side yeah, of things. Right. This, this Dahmer documentary, or not documentary, it's a, it's a docudrama. It's a, TV, a docudrama, right. That's on right now. People love, I, I mean, if you go to, well, there aren't bookstores anymore, but when there used to be. Go to the true crime section. How huge that section used to be in like Barnes and Noble or Walden Mm -hmm. books or wherever else that used to be able to buy books.
1: I thought you, I thought you were going to talk about the docudrama called, is it cake starring Jeffrey, starring Uh, Jeffrey Tom.
0: No, no, (laughs) but people are very intrigued by that. The evil and those types of, of in fact, true stories, not often fiction, but, but a lot of the true stories. Um, So it, Here's the thing. Society in general ensures that most of us don't experience that dark side of humanity. Mm-hmm. It's very rare, and again, the very, very minute per- percent of the population will ever ever have interaction with a serial killer sure. or a murderer. It happens, and, and it's tragic for those people who do, but the chances are very slim. But horror movies, they, they propose that it helps us to explore the dark side of humanity without actually having to experience it. Uh, The Zodiac Killer, for example. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. That was a
1: movie that was based on true events Mm -hmm. of somebody who was a serial killer, right? Mm -hmm. You've got other movies out there that go back to the late 1800s, early 1900s, and I'm referring to jack the ripper jack the ripper right that people are
0: fascinated with
1: that character absolutely they are who was it was it really a person was Mm -hmm. it a multitude of people was Mm -hmm. it just a hoax there are so many different theories as to you know what makes up a serial killer that people just dive into it's just it's wild
0: yeah um Another study found that uh, those people with a high trait of sensation. Now, when I'm saying that, it means like people who like novel or risky experiences. Um, they like to have their senses uh, heightened, uh, heightened yeah. or, or challenged okay. in some way. Um, so, high sensation seekers are they're wired differently. They're wired to enjoy the experience of a horror film, and the way that people the low the low sensation seekers are not. Okay. And there's a difference there. This one this one bothered me a little bit because again, this was a study that was done. Ask you know, share this and then I have a question for you. Absolutely. About, okay, so go on. People lower in the traits of empathy also tend to enjoy horror movies more because they are less impacted by the suffering that is depicted on screen. <laughs> Now, Jesus. i enjoy a good horror movie what are you a robot yeah exactly <laughs> i and I, I i would i i would i i'm going to say it because i i wouldn't do the job that i do if i didn't have some form of empathy of course it it wouldn't work it mm-hmm. would be like like you said talking to a robot right oh i'm sorry oh your mom died oh that sucks <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, like if you don't have, if you can't have some empathy as a therapist, right. you're not going to be long in that profession. Right. Licorice? So, so this, <laughs> so this one, although I, I can't, I, I mean, the study was done. I can't disagree with it. I can just say there are probably exceptions to that. So, okay. if you are empathetic, if you're an empathetic person and you enjoy horror movies. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. You're probably an exception to that. Well, in fact, the, the next part of this, it says it doesn't mean people are higher in empathy, don't enjoy horror movies. Um, it They say they may shy away from the pain and suffering they, they portray okay. at times. So let me ask you this question then, Dave. Yes.
1: Um, you enjoy a good spooker every now and then. Sure. Right. Absolutely. What movie was it that you were introduced as a young sir, young gentleman? What was your first horror movie?
0: Okay, this is going to sound ridiculous, but my dad took us to the theater to watch Jaws. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, as a, I don't know. When that come out as a ten year old uh-huh. seeing Jaws in the in the theater, <laughs> that was pretty horrific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other one, and this is a movie that no one has ever heard of it. And if you have out there, comment because I want to know that you've seen this. Mm-hmm. He also took, us at age like eight or nine, to see the movie called Grizzly. That was, it with it was the about wild a bear. killer grizzly. bear. Yeah, I
1: remember that one. Yeah,
0: do you remember that one? I do. Oh my gosh. So 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 yeah those were my 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 first experience at um and I was probably a teenager. Yeah th- those those were probably the one as a Oh no, I will tell you the one that had the biggest impact. I totally forgot I have, about it.
1: And I have a follow up question to this. So go on.
0: The one that scared me and kept me awake at night as a child mm-hmm. was Night of the Living Dead. Oh yeah. Well, the yeah. original from 68. The black or 65 and white 5 or whatever it was. The one yes. in black and white. Black and white one, yeah. yeah. The original one. I, we watched it on TV one night and I'm serious. I, I, as a, I don't know, I was five, six at Mm -hmm. the time and oh my gosh. And the guy, and
1: and the other lead character, the the black gentleman comes around the corner as a zombie and she's, oh, Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) So how did your father, your mother, how did they help you through that? Anxiety of seeing, if the, as a child being kept up all night. What okay. did they do to help psychologically prepare you?
0: Well, I, I, I think after the fact, and, and and they're they're both gone, by the way, so I can probably say it. Um, oh, Kendra said, "Go, Go dad. dad, parenting at its finest." Yeah, my dad was a cool cat, but yeah. he was like, "Hey, he, I." Well, I remember distinctly he took us to our first haunted house when we were like six or seven. So yeah, he he probably thought, yeah get it over with, just get them exposed that's how you do it Mm -hmm. Um, so so I I distinctly remember after that grizzly, when we saw that grizzly movie, my dad said because he took both me and my brother Uh and uh, he said, listen boys grizzly bears do not live in a house so quit looking around corners and in dark rooms bears don't live in a house, okay yeah, he just took the matter of fact approach
1: that's not what my three, <laughs> the three
0: bears story is all about. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that, that um, and, and, and different things can affect different people. Um, there was a movie that fascinated me and it, it was scary. But like when I when I saw it as a kid, I don't know if you remember the uh, the series uh, Kolchak, the Night Stalker. Mm-hmm. There was an original TV movie. Really? That was called The Night Stalker. And it was about a vampire in New York City. Okay. And that one, when I saw it as a kid, it scared me because he had to, he had to go to this vampire's house, and the vampire comes home when he's in his house searching his stuff. And it, as a kid, that was super scary. Welcome to <laughs> fright. But night. it it was for for me. I I in fact I ended up buying. The, I I have that movie on DVD somewhere. Sure. Because as a kid, I I just I just loved it. It uh. just hooked me in. All right. So yeah. Here's the other thing, people. People who are male, more than any other individual differences, gender is most predictive of enjoyment of horror films. Okay. By vast majority, men more than women enjoy horror movies. Oh, and I, that's understand. I can understand mm-hmm. that. My partner person loves
1: a good spooker. I oh, good for all, her. I've always enjoyed well, a my, good spooker.
0: Kendra will watch. She we, we like we watch yeah. scary stuff all the time. We yeah. love it. Um, um, so they, they explain this and I hate to read this and this is not coming from me, folks coming from the study. Um, the difference can, I'm going to read it. The difference can be at least partially explained by the fact that females tend to experience greater fear and anxiety than males. That's what the study said. Okay. I'm not saying that. No. That's what the that's, study said. I, I have to, I almost, I almost want to disagree with that. In addition, females tend to be higher than males in the trait of disgust sensitivity, which could lead them to dislike horror movies that depict blood and gore. Mm. So they're, 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 more, they're more affected by gore and slashers type stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just going off the study. I'm just the reporter. I'm not. The, I'm not the writer of it. Yeah, I, I have to so. kind
1: of disagree with that because there's been a number of popular shows where women have gravitated towards mm-hmm. because of the story and the blood yep. and the gore. And, well,
0: whenever uh, whenever you see studies done, it's it's you know it's never a it's you can't ever say 100 percent this and right. there's always there's always exceptions to any study that's done. Sure, that's the big thing. All right. So here's the final question we want to ask. Could watching horror movies be therapeutic? So, there's a growing body of research that suggests that horror movies could be useful in clinical settings to help people address anxiety or trauma. Okay. So, a recent study showed that people who watched horror movies were less psychologically distressed by the COVID-19 pandemic than those who are fans of um, and and those who are fans of the apocalyptic subgenre with the zombies and and post apocalyptic type <laughs> things, because they've seen it, they, they, yeah. they've been accustomed to seeing it right. so so often, that they were less anxious about COVID. Yeah, yeah. There's been a there's been a couple
1: of times throughout throughout COVID through the, COVIDian timeline as I like to mm-hmm. call it, right. Where I was on the freeway and I was driving down 75 uh-huh. and there was nobody there. And I was like, man, this is some Rick Grimes bullshit <laughs> yes, going on is. here right now.
0: You just weren't on a horse. No, I wasn't. But still, there's <laughs> nobody around. Uh, <laughs> and, and you didn't run into this guy. So, back to it. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I would have worked for him though. So, so as far as this, this study, it said that watching horror movies and other media... They can help people develop emotional and behavioral strategies to cope with fears and anxiety. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. it's like a practice run. Mm -hmm. You know it's not real. We're going to heighten your anxiety and get through this, and it transfers into real life as Mm -hmm. far as results go. Wow. So, yes, watching horror movies could be therapeutic in the right setting for the right people. And I always, like I said, I want to always preface this by saying, if it's not for you, don't force yourself to do it. Sure, it's not worth the anxiety and the stress that you would go through. That's fair. So, folks, that is it. Yes, um, watching horror movies, the psychological aspects of it, who's more likely, and yeah, it could be therapeutic. What we're gonna do? We're gonna do a follow up. Our next, our next episode. Guess what's gonna be, Matt? Uh, I, we I'm, haven't done a top ten list in forever. I'm so excited. Top Ten Horror Movies. Uh, and
1: I want to share with you in the next uh-huh. episode yes. uh, a story from my childhood. And I'm sure one of the movies that I, that's on here yep. is the movie that my father introduced me okay. to. Okay. Okay. So
0: Yes. Don't forget to tell me. I won't. All right, folks. Come on back for next session. If you're on Facebook Live with this, stick around. We'll be right back. If you're listening to the audio, wherever you're listening, jump ahead an episode or wait till the next Tuesday or Thursday and it will drop then. In the meantime, folks, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We'll see you next time.